Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I know we kind of just threw this off the cuff. You got a busy day ahead of you. I've got a busy day ahead of you. I haven't even showered yet. So, um, but it's always nice, always nice to see you. Always nice to talk to you. Yeah. Um, Sorry. You know, yesterday was plan B again. And I was thinking about this. Um, philosophically speaking, it seems like every day is plan B or C or D or N because nothing ever, ever goes plan A for me forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Yet the big picture always ends up the way I see it. So, which is really strange. Is that right? Mostly. I mean, not always every big picture, but Anyways, um, that's almost like uh, kind of an analogy for life, right? Well, I guess that's what I was speaking of. Yeah, I'm always uh, in, in business or anything. The plan A, you know, I wake, you know, plan the day, the day, the night before wake up in the morning, you know, heading out and have this, that, this, that, this, that, and the other thing. And by the end of the day, when I come home and think about the day just spent, it's nothing like. I had anticipated it to be to start with. And I always anticipate what it's going to be like, but it's, it's never what it is. And yesterday, you know, I told you what I was doing. Um, So we got there (laughs) and the alarm went off and uh, I thought I had the right code and I didn't. So we couldn't work in there when the alarm was just blaring our ears, like piercing headache. So we had to shut down the power and hopefully the battery went dead because after we shut down the power and left, um, you know, you can't get back in through the garage door. So I had to use my lockbox key, but, um, but I mean, a long story, we couldn't even get back in because of that. So hopefully the battery went dead because it's not using the regular power. And, uh, and it didn't keep the neighbors up all night. <laughs> so we still have to go back there and finish that. Uh, wow. That's uh, interesting because when I was over there, you um, heard it beep. I heard it beeping, Yeah, but I didn't, I wasn't aware that it was actually an active system to where it could have gone off. And you're talking about when it goes off, it's not a silent alarm. It's one of those loud ones. What, what, yes. what, what? Well, the right. only reason why it went off is because I tried to turn it off so that beep, beep, beep wouldn't ignore the crap out of me, but I put it in the wrong code. So now mm. the system says it's being tampered with. Right. And that's what made it go off. So you did exactly what I was, I heard it beep and I'm like, well, I'm not touching it because yeah. I don't want to set it off. You right. touched it and you set it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you get anything accomplished or did no, you? No, I just did it as soon as we walked in. <laughs> well, but pl- nothing there. But after that, we left and accomplished other things that we had been needing to do. Again, wasn't plan A, but we, you know, so yeah. anyways, so let's, uh, and so there, I have a lot of things to do this morning that I thought I would have taken care of yesterday, which is a pet peeve of mine having to, to attack the same thing more than once. But let's go on your list. Well, you it's, had a very busy weekend. and you Sure, sure. It's just a couple of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, uh, you know, that direction that you're, you're, you're talking about and having that, it's almost like a, a goal. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, if we're just talking like a daily goal, like I want to accomplish this today, but you encounter this, you encounter this, right, exactly. you encounter this and you go back, but then to accomplish it, it's almost like, uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's what the whole Marines rap is about. It's like uh, adapt, overcome, persevere, yeah. 
Yeah. That's their thing. There are no problems. There's only solutions. <laughs> right, right. Right. You know, yeah, and so. then, uh, you know, and just even how our conversations go in the sense that we have a point we want to make, but we're always detouring because all these other things creep up that need, that should be discussed. It should be, you know, and Absolutely. it's no different than, than that. Yeah. But I find it um, for many, many, many years, I found it extremely annoying. I find it comical now. It's good that it's comical versus annoying, <laughs> right? For sure. Because I think it's more, uh, I try to appreciate, uh, you know, me and try to, um, everything's an experience and try to experience what's happening. So to make it comical is a good way to do it, right? It's versus that, uh, making lemonade. <laughs> yeah, there you go, out of the lemons, right? So if, uh, if, if, if you can turn things into comedy, I think that's, uh, it's better than tragedy. Let's yeah. put it that way, oh, you know, comedy. So, well, there's some people that, that are so, um, you know, task oriented that if they don't get done what they need to get done, it blows their mind. It gets them bent out of shape for the rest of the day. Yeah. And, uh, well, uh, you, it, it, I, and not only am I not like that, I, you know, uh, it's a good thing. I'm not like that. <laughs> well, we talked a little bit the other day about the, uh, you know, the, what, what's really important. These, you know, what, what are these things that we're, worrying about in these tasks and stuff. So when things don't go our way, so what, you know, it's still like we're alive, we're enjoying the day, you know, uh, if we, if it, if it, if it doesn't happen today and it, we have to pick it up tomorrow. All right. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking about our last conversation, I just got to tell you, it just happened. Um, you know, our sign people, um, so we've been having, we've been using these sign people for years and they, their, their prices just went way up. I mean, almost a hundred percent way up. Yeah. So, you know, and like you and I have talked about in the past, we got to keep these vendors honest. So we shop around to see, hmm. well, um, uh, Dave had gotten one for you. Mm -hmm. And it was put in late and it was not a nice sign and it was mm -hmm. wobbly and blah, blah, blah. So I ordered one and, um, and he used a different sign person. Mm. And a week later, I still don't have a sign there. Ooh. So my customer, of course, isn't pleased. Actually, um, they're not even there. And she asked me, she, they went back up north and she asked me, this weekend, if the sign was put in, and I told her last week, well, we ordered it. It usually takes, you know, less than two days. And I said, but I'm going to be going by this weekend. I'll check on it for it. And it wasn't there. So I immediately called Howling. And so, um, you know, um, he made a new request from the old sign people that we can rely on, even though their prices is, have doubled. Not quite doubled. Not quite. Probably 70%, 75%. But um, so now I have to call her and tell her. So you were saying about how you have to call and talk to somebody and they get mad at you for things that, so I will be, I will be handling that situation today. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't think it's any different than call, just knowing, it's a little, I don't know, it's a little, it puts a little angst. It's like, oh man, now I got a call and you already know the that they're going to not be happy with That's the correct. news that you're going to break to them. That is correct. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, hey. 
something that uh, it's part of our gig, man. Which you know? <laughs> also being in this market, we put it extra high just in case, you know, the price, see if somebody would go up there. You never know, because it's been my experience this past year that where I think it's going to sell, sells a little higher. So I share that. So we went a little higher and, you know, after the second weekend, so I, not only do I have to call and say that the sign wasn't there, but I have to ask for price reduction. So yeah. it's going to be a, it's going to be a difficult conversation. I'll let you know how it goes. It's interesting. I wonder if, uh, you know, as he continues using different vendors, he tend to come to find out that, um, you get what you, you pay for. <laughs> you get what you pay for. And, uh, you know, the increase in cost may be something, you know. Uh, right. Well, you know, I, gas prices have gone up. And, I was going to say yeah. sign of the times. And one yeah. thing to factor is how long has it been since they increased? Their oh, they've price? been increasing it a lot. I mean, yeah, constantly over a period of, of I mean, months. there was a nice girl uh, that I use now um, for cleaning services for my customers. And when I met her, she's very timid. She was so timid that she, I had to come up with the prices. I was like, well, how much do you charge for this? How much do you charge for this? She did not want to say, she was scared to say the overpriced. Uh -huh. Like she was so nervous to say, mm -hmm. and then come to find out, I, I says, well, what are you doing? You pulling weeds? How much you charge for that? And then you're doing this. I says, listen, is this your business? Is this how you make an income? She says, yes. I says, listen, you've got to charge way more than that. Mm -hmm. And then I was yeah. like, and then all of a sudden we had this discussion where I'm helping her with her business. And she was like, oh, thank you. And I said, say, listen, this job I'm about to put you on. All right. Tell me right now, how much it is, you know, because what she was charging was way too little. I was about to put her to work for a couple of days, man. I said, yeah. listen, so I ended up, uh, you know, paying her more than what she asked and giving her well, a little good. bonus. As long as she does a good job, you know. She did a great job. Okay, good. Know? Well, then give yeah. me her name. I will. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so let's dive right in here with a couple of things. Uh, we're not going to stay on too long today. I wanted to ask you two things specifically. So one, so if... Let's say that there is a situation to where you have a for sale by owner type customer, and for whatever reason, uh, they you have now uh, built a rapport with them. Maybe uh, someone referred them to you. Maybe you met them. You talked to them. You worked with them in the past, whatever. And they said, "Hey, Mister or Mrs. Realtor, uh, we'll give you three percent." If you uh, if you bring us a buyer, but we don't want to we, we don't want to work with any realtors, which is we've what they a, usually say. Right. We've had a bad experience or for whatever we da, 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 fill in the blank. All right. We want, you know, we'll give you three percent. And then, of course, go from there. Like there's a lot to that. Right. Just, you know, you can't just, oh, I bring you a bar and three percent. Things got to be in writing. You know, there's uh, a whole deal there. So. Um, well, let's let's start right there. What's your view on that? Okay. So first of all, there's three things involved. Um, the property they want to sell and the price they want to sell it at and who these people are and their likability. Mm. So, uh, and what their history is. So if you're the first realtor they approached, and they seem reasonable people and their house is uh, reasonably priced and saleable, um, then that will be one pathway. 
And we can talk about that, but let me give you the other options. Mm -hmm. If you have people that uh, do not seem pleasant um, and they have a house that's decent, but way overpriced, that's another. If you have somebody that, uh, that they sound like they're gonna be major pains in, in the butt and they have an overpriced house that doesn't look very well and sellable, that's a whole different path. So. Mm -hmm. Typically, my answers to any question is it depends. Right. So um, you, uh, you, you need a bigger picture because there's more dynamics than just black and white on anything. Well, let me paint. To, to get to the black and white on it, um, you have to have, and, and also we need to know their history of real estate. Mm. Have they sold properties before by themselves? Um, or have they sold any properties before with realtors? And you said that they've had bad experiences. What, what, what are those bad experiences? That'll give you the, uh, that'll give you telltale signs of who they are and if they're reasonable or not. So. Oh. Um, okay. So let's put it in the position. So we're coming at the angle from the realtor. Okay. And the realtor doesn't know the answers to these questions. Right. So but what you're saying is the realtor needs to get the answers to these. Well, questions. everything, every time we see a customer, a potential mm -hmm. customer, um, especially a pretend, a potential customer, we have to use the sales technique, building rapport, fact finding, presentation, countering objections, close, countering objections, close, countering objections, close, countering objections, close. Now you cannot give a presentation without fact finding. Right, right. So you, you cannot sell, you so, cannot close without knowing the situation. So when you go in, you have to, now the building report and the fact finding many times is the same is in the same thing. You start, you know, you're building rapport by asking them, you know, so, you know, tell me what, tell me what your story is. Tell me what happened. Right. What's going on here? Right. And people will just unload. So when they're telling you, then you have to pick out these questions uh, as they're talking to you. Now, I know, um, and a lot of times, and I find this happen with so many people, and it's hard to teach this. But so, but this isn't you. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it a point, anyways. Too many people are too worried about what they're supposed to say next that they never truly listen to what they're hearing. Mm. So you don't know what questions you're going to ask somebody until you really hear what they're saying. So uh, and then when in the in the form of the communication, you know, you you have to. Um, when they tell you a complaint, when they tell you an issue, when they tell you something, you have to not just ask them questions, but kind of hear them by saying, ooh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Can you explain more about what that ha what happened there? Yeah. And so, and then you're feeling with them, you are truly listening to them and you're summing it up in your head. So that's what you have to do. Now, um, now it has been my experience that when people say they've had a bad experience with realtors, you have to find out if it's more than one. If it's more than one, chances are it's going to be the same with you. Right. There's if a it's pattern. Only there. one, you, yes. Right. So, so you want to hear the stories with the realtors and hear what they have to say. So just like you mentioned though, on our last conversation, there are certain people out there in this world that uh, always play the victim. 
you yeah. know, and, and they may they may people. very well be a, it may very well be a situation where they're playing the victim. Once you find out, oh, they've gone through four realtors in the past three months. Now well, that tells you something. Yeah. Right? My mom used to say, if it's everybody else in the world, it's not everybody else in the world. Of course not. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you have to hear what their story is. Now, um, if it's if, if they're telling you that they'll pay you three percent, but they won't list with you, most likely that's what they're telling them. And most likely the people are saying, okay, great, I'll do that, which of course they're not going to do that. Why would you waste your time when you're not under contract with somebody and you're not marketing somebody? And you know what? What else do I say to the tooth quick? Mm -hmm. So you want to know how to handle somebody like that is to the tooth quick. Why in the world would I do that? Well, and, and here's. Uh, backtracking a little bit. So I personally um, would treat this no different than a first time listing appointment when I was going to talk to them. Like I'm going there trying to get this under some sort of contract. I'm not going to just word of mouth saying, I'm going to uh, just bust my butt and bring you somebody and we're going to do 3%. No, I'm going to treat it like I'm going over there. I'm going to try to fact find, build rapport and do everything I would on an original listing appointment, look at their place. And then uh, 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 would you agree with that? I would to a point. So hear this. Mm -hmm. Uh, They told you, people will tell you how they want to be sold. They already told you. So when you go in there and you want what you want and not listening to what they want, you're going to anger them and they're going to be disappointed. Sure. So this is a, this is a fit, not farming because you, you're, you're propagating that seed. This is fishing, which means that you have to reel them in a little bit and let them go. So don't hard sell them right now. No, no, no. This is, uh, okay. this is more like uh, an education. Like right. be, you have exactly. to educate them on how things work a little bit and how you are in business right. and how to help them. Right. There's certain and how things you're not, and how you don't and how your buyers, first of all, you're a listing agent. Right. And I want to tell everybody that right from the get go, I market and list your house. I don't want buyers around. What you want is somebody that run buyers around. And that isn't me. Because if, and because it's especially difficult for buyers right now, that's especially wasting my time. You want me to get the most money for your house, then you have to let me market it. That's how I get the buyers for your house. I don't have, I don't have a bunch of buyers sitting in my pocket because I don't waste my time running. So, you know, bottom line is I can market 15, 20 houses at a time, which right now isn't, you know, you, you don't have those listings right now because listings are so hard, right. but, and, and that's to the truth quick. And you know what, when you speak the truth quick, they, they can add it up and, and, and find reasonable reason and sensibility on that. And, uh, and then, you know, and then also when you're on that teaching on that aspect of, of you aren't hiring a realtor. You are hiring a realtor to market your house and get the best possible price for your house. Now, when you're dealing with a realtor that has buyers, they're going to beat you up for their buyers. Their, their loyalty is with their buyer. Yep. It's not with you. Mm. Mine would be with you. Yeah. And I know how to handle these, bu- right. these buyers, agents. So, you know, you, you educate them on that. And then you nickel and dime that we talked about to the bottom line. How much you think you're saving? You think you're going to save like two grand or four grand or five grand by, by saying you're going to pay 3% to a, 
to a buyer's agent. Right. So let's let's talk about value here and how much more money I can get for your house than what you're paying in commission. Hmm. The bottom line isn't how much you're paying in the commission. The bottom line is how much you're walking away with. So hmm. let's talk there. And that, and so, you know, and then I, I always say too, that I know that's not why, what our converse, what you wanted our conversation like to be like, but I'm to the truth quick. Here's some documents that I'll bring. I'm not going to hard sell you, but I mm-hmm. am going to sell you because that's my job. And yes. I'm a salesperson and you don't think that you need a salesperson to sell your job and get the most money for your house with the least amount of hassles. No, also that's the reason why we want to know their experience with for sale by owners and selling, because you and I talk about how difficult, you know, getting over the inspection, how difficult getting over the uh, financing and how difficult all these things can be that the buyer isn't going to be working for them. And how many times do you share this? Let we sell by stories, share this last example about how you just saved this seller mm-hmm. a roof. Right. How much is that? Yeah. That's what they're hiring you for. Yeah. And you know, and it's the truth and mm-hmm. it's to the truth quick. So the they don't know it. So your education is there. Mm-hmm. And, but then you, but then you say, I'm not going to hard sell you right now because I want you to think about this, but you have to remember I am a salesperson and that's what you need. All of this stuff is the truth. Yes. And, um, one hundred percent, and that's the and, and that's the only way in my eyes. And two things: one, you know, I'm a salesman. I'm in business. All right, and no business succeeds if they're not making income. And two, if I can't negotiate for myself, how do you right. expect me to go sh- to negotiate for you right. during this transaction when we that's go right. through all these periods? And right. What they do not know is how much more money you can make with them because mm. you represent them. That is so key. And that's There's what's and, and, and that's part of that education because they're thinking, oh well, uh, I'm saving saving money. It's just this this commission thing, that's this commission correct. thing where you lay it out in a net sheet and you say, hey, listen, boom, 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 boom. And and what's very important also is the inspection. And Mm -hmm. they'll say, oh, my house is great. I don't need any repairs or anything. I said, well, that doesn't matter. These people, this, their buyer's agent job is to beat you up a second time during the inspection. Mm -hmm. And that's where I won't let them do it. And, and, and sometimes, and, and they, if they, if they are, you know, uh, uh, their personality type is strong enough that they won't let that happen. Then they're this, then they're this. That's what you're up against too. So meaning that you're, uh, that you, if you have, if they think that they can do that on their own job and they don't need you for that job, then, you know, you have to think about, think about that. Yeah. I think it very well could be a, a, a situation where, a uh, potential customer like that, the fact that they've gone through other agents as well is because it's all about, they're, they're looking for uh, discounted uh, uh, people out there advertising, you know, these ridiculously low rates who shouldn't be in business anyway, like uh, for whatever reason. Um, And they're not explaining these things to them. They've probably never had this explained to them in the first place. That could very well be. They've never had a professional realtor who knows what they're doing actually come in and 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 got to the truth quick and basically explained this to them right and said hey listen you know and and just gone through it and it's more than it's more you think it's just the commission there's so much more i can give you start 
I sell by stories. Yeah. You, you've heard my stories. You also have your own stories. How much, much, how much money have you saved these people that you deal with? If, if, if it weren't for you intervene, it being uh, uh, coming between the buyer's agent and, and them. And that's why we know and we say and uh, why we have these discussions for people who are trying to learn these things that this you're this is a sales business. You are a salesperson. That's right. Know that. Love that. Appreciate that. If you think about your own life, anybody thinks about their own life, okay, when it's something we don't know anything about, we want somebody to sell us and to explain it to us in layman's terms. So we go, awesome, you're great. I'm going to hire you for whatever position it is. That's why some advertisements work good. They hit us. They're like, all right. right. It was a great advertisement. It sold me on it, right? Right. We like that. We need that. And people need that. And that brings me to another point is when you are dealing with their house, Mm. you also have to find out why they're selling, where they're going. Do they live there now as an investment? Um, And there's a bigger picture than just the bottom line of that house. Mm. For sure. Yeah. So the, the the whole picture. Let's move you on to your next. What your what your your end goal here is. Then, yeah, that selling falls of back. this property is just one part no. of that. Yeah, there's that, a greater picture. That always, like, absolutely. Right. That's what that's what I think is great about this business is that we're dealing with transactions that are unlike any other thing. You know what I was just talking about is like you know products in a car being yeah. uh, maybe even the right. you know a big one where you spend all day at the dealership and uh, he plays his game where he says, "Oh, let me talk to the manager and I'll be right back." And yeah, well, see, a, that's just that's just bullshit. But, that's but, nothing honest about that. But uh, there isn't. But again, it's a long day it's a what are they doing in that process they're wearing you down so that you just want to get done with it and move on and you'll do whatever they say that whole thing is intended to wear you down correct and regardless what we're doing well no that and that's what i'm getting to that's what i'm getting to so correct and whether you deal with a, a shady uh horrible guy or maybe someone who's even different it's still the same thing they're wearing you down they're trying to get it done but at the end of the day, it's a long, exhausting day. They hand you your keys. You drive off the lot. You are done. That's it. It took a day, right? You're exhausted. You go home. You sleep. You don't have to see that salesman ever again. They start sending you emails. You block them. Boom. Send them to spam. You're done. Where these transactions we're in are right. at completely other end of the spectrum right. where these are not one day. We're talking no. a couple months right. you're with these people. Well, you know what? Hopefully, it's a lifelong absolutely right and again and and the reason i say it like that is because these aren't just uh transactions where it's a sale and a purchase these are life-changing uh transactions where you are uh you know like you said why are you selling where are you going we're changing their lifestyle we're helping them make a lifestyle change. You know, I say more, why do people move into better homes? I don't think it's just for the better home. They're hopefully increasing their lifestyle over the years where either their family grows or now they're making more money and they want to live in a nicer neighborhood or they want to, or they're getting older and want to downsize. And like you said, it's all the investors, right? Right. Yeah. Investors, like all these different, which is exciting to me. I love it. It's why 
this business is great, but make no mistake, uh, we are in sales and we are in the people business, right? right. And and we cannot waste our time. Can't waste time. That's That's why this question was important too, uh, Mm -hmm. in so many different ways. It's a Um, learning experience, whether you you have this customer Mm -hmm. or, or not. Right. And if, whether you walk away with a, a contract now or you come back later. Yeah. You know, and they do it. How many? The other thing that you should know is that while for sale by owners work, sometimes the vast majority of them do not close with their first with their first transaction. Well, that's what I and that and for the sake of time, we will revisit this again okay. in uh, different ways. Okay. Uh, I want to get to this other subject, okay. but for Great the uh, but I wanted to say that uh, you know um, it's it, uh, you it has to be uh, man. I've got it. Did I lose my train of thought there? No. Well, I'll say it like this, right? I believe that it's 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 it shouldn't be a uh, for sale by owner, right? Um, I'm uh, me personally. I would uh, say go into this like you're trying to get this listing, right? And if it doesn't work out, then oh, that's where it was about the time. Our time is is very valuable. So it's it's that being said, to uh, make it worth your time and to get that value, you have to get the listing, right? Whether it's at a discounted price because you talk to them about that or you've educated them and they don't want to do it, like you said, maybe revisit it later after they've struggled and they realize they can't do it on their own. But there is no, in my eyes, no for sale by owner is going to work out in the traditional sense where we're selling it. We don't want to deal with a realtor and because there's just too much work involved. Uh, personally, right. unless, you know what I mean? Uh, things that they don't unless even Unless you know. happen to have a buyer in your pocket just looking for that and, and, and you can put it together, which happens sometimes. It, absolutely. But, but, you know, um, like mostly in my experience is when you have other houses in that price range that you have listed and you get these buyers um, from them and maybe you can put it together. So, but usually um, you can't, usually it would be, a bad idea to promise them that. Yeah. Without Again. doing the thing with that, that we had said. What their goal is, is not your goal. And if Mm-mm. you agree to what they say, you won't deliver. Exactly. And that's the, the part that's that the to the truth quick right. and telling them, hey, man, this is business and this is what right. I can do. But if we're not, I can't do it. If you don't, if you don't give me the, um, the necessary um, tools uh, yeah. uh, to do this, then I, you know, there's no point. Right. right. You know, so, uh, call me but if you, you need don't me. say that uh, now. <laughs> I mean, it's when, it, when, it, you know, so you had it right to be, to begin with. And again, that, that fishing analogy is like, you know, you're reeling them in on your appointment. And if they're great and you got to read the signs, if they're all in and want you to sign, you bring your documents with you because you want them to sign. If the, if the signs are all there. Right. But as soon as you see that the signs are out there, you let them you let them walk for a little while and say, you think about it and I'll call you in a day or two. And we right. can discuss it after you, when you have some more questions about it. Because, sure. And you let them know that you will. That's the other thing. So when you do the fish 
and you said you're going to call them back and, you know, I, I see we're not on the same page right now, but maybe you have to kind of like, uh, you know, uh, talk about what we've been talking about here. I'll call you in a day or two and I'll answer your questions that I'm sure you're going to have. So you're planting those seeds in their head right now. And then you're going to tell them that you're going to call them back with the questions that you know that they're going to have because yeah. they will. Yeah, but, that so that's how you got to kind of leave it. If you can't, if they're, if they're nodding and, and right with you the whole way, then say, it sounds like, it sounds like that you, that we all agree that this is the best thing. So let's just get it underway and you'll have the documents ready right then and there without, mm -hmm. without the, without the price on it yet. Mm -hmm. And then you sign it right there and then you leave. But if they're not, if they have, if they're, you know, with their arms on their chest, shaking their head or not shaking an agreement, and you, you know, so that's how you, you know, you keep closing and you keep working is by their body language. So, um, and if they're hostile, if they're hostile, you cannot, by the way, sell somebody that's hostile. So mm -hmm. even if you go in on a listing appointment and if there's a, a, a you know, a, a husband and a wife and they're, and you know that they just had a fight, you say, Ooh, this doesn't sound like it's going to be productive. So, Hey, and so you, you go in for a short time and say, you know, if, 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 if it's not, if it's not conducive to getting what you need, you have to rebook it. So the second there's any hostility, you know, you're going to get that you're not going to get the sale. So you have to try to diffuse it, you know, with time and with humor or whatever. But if you can, if one party is, is going to be hostile, you know, that's the way the whole transaction is going to be. And you gotta, you know, you have to, so you have to in, incorporate those things while you're there. Those are yeah. the, those are the items that you'd never know until you walk in. Right. Right. Yeah. Follow-up is very important there yeah. um, for sure. And then sticking to, you know, not bending, you know, follow-up and just, again, saying the same things over and over again. This is, this is, this is it. This is how it is. So if they follow up and say, Oh, well, we, 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 we listened to what you said. We thought about it, you know, but uh, you know, will you do this or will you come down to this or you change this and says, Hey, listen, buddy, sometimes, no. you know, sometimes you want to, sometimes you don't, especially in this market, but it depends on who they are, right? If they are, if they, you know, we, you know, you know, the greasy wheel gets the, you know, I mean, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I don't like that. Uh, but if they're nice people and they're going to do it and they want you to cut your commission by a half a percent or maybe one, take it off from the buyer side. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. So. In this market, you sometimes have to do that. In other markets, you don't. But that also depends. You know, when I tell people about that, when they want me to cut my commission, I say, it depends. Hmm. If we, you know, if, 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 the, if I can get this done and closed in a month's time, yeah, I'll do it. But if we have deal after fall apart, deal that after fall apart, and I am I'm on here two or three months, which deals fall apart for so many reasons, the more time it takes for me, the more money I got to charge you. So I sometimes say I'll cut it, uh, cut my commission if we get a if we get a sale in the first couple of weeks and we get a close in the first thirty or forty five days, yeah. But if it takes any longer than that, if I my first deal if our first deal falls through because of you know whatever thing you know, and they say you know, I mean of course the other obstacles, the inspection, the financing, you know, just so many other things, then it's going to cost you more. And mm. people get that, by the way. They don't have a problem with it. And if they do have a problem with it, you just well, don't work with people. Again, next. Yeah, next. There you go. <laughs> next. Speaking of which, next. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. So like I said, <laughs> this is a, you know, these, these topics, all of them, but this one is another one. We'll revisit this again, for mm -hmm. sure. Today we're, we're a little pressed for time. So I want to touch on this okay. other one here. Mm -hmm. So an inspection period is now arisen or it's been completed. Okay, so the inspections period is completed. Uh, there's all kinds of items on there, but who cares? They're all little items. There's one item of concern, and it is the roof. And it's a situation where you now you know that regardless of what you say up front, uh, it always comes back to the inspection. They will always try to beat you up anyway. But uh, everyone was on board. Everyone knew that hey, we got an old roof. And the inspection period has taken place. The uh, roof has now been said, uh, 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 the roof is now uh, something that is um, uh, uh, going to be something to negotiate it on. Where do you go? You're representing the sellers. The agent has called you and says, hey, listen, blah, 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 blah. He says, okay, well, it's Sunday. You know, let's, let's revisit this tomorrow. Um, what steps should be taken um, when you are the listing agent and now you know that there uh, is... Uh, a, 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 and, the, and you have you have it in writing what they want. No, I want to go. We no, I want you to explain starting from okay. there. What should you do? Obviously, so, you want to get it in writing. All but right. Go ahead and Again, in order for you to do any negotiation, you have to have something to negotiate, something concrete. Mm -hmm. So, um, if it's only verbal, then that mean that is like an offer. You have to take the inspection as like it's a brand new offer. There's some, there's some, there's some issues uh, like if a, a brand new offer is countered, then that initial offer is dead. That is not true in negotiations on an inspection. Uh, so, uh, but it is so important for the buying agent to get over to the listing agent within the time frame, exactly what they're requesting to be done. Mm -hmm. So otherwise, um, if they don't have it in writing, it says right in the contract in writing uh, of their dissatisfaction, then they are presumed to accept it as is. So, so many times the other realtor will just say verbally, other times they'll just send over the whole inspection and you say, what is this? This is nothing to me. I need it as per the contract in writing so I can take it to my seller and A, get it signed or B, negotiate. But if I don't have anything concrete to bring to my seller, it, there's nothing here. You are, I presume to accept it as is. And just sending over your inspection isn't telling me what, what is that telling me? Yeah, sure. That's nothing. That's nothing in writing on what you want. It's your inspection, which is not the same thing. If you're dissatisfied, you know, there's plenty of inspections that go over and people will take it as is. So they have to have it to you in writing. Now, and let me, let me say this. I never, after an inspection, never, ever, 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 ever contact the buyer's agent and ask for them in writing. Mm -hmm. You know, if they call me, uh, well, if, if they call me, then I will say I need it in writing. Uh -huh. But if they okay. don't and they don't send it, why? Why would you, right? Yeah. Right. Hey, right. No news. No selling. news is good news. I would That's say. Right. That's Especially right. Especially when you know this is the this is the eleventh hour. Right. So 
Now, what I would what I would do um, on when I have so technically speaking, because the contract says that you are presumed to take it as is after an inspection, unless they give it to you in writing, um, and just sending over uh, the uh, the uh, inspection, inspection report. report isn't technically in writing. I mean, if they just send it over, they don't say that they disagree with it unless they say they're unhappy with it, then that kind of is putting in writing. And that is up for if it ever goes to court over earnest money deposit, um, something that is debatable. But if they just send it over without saying that they're uh, happy with it or not happy with it, don't do anything. Right. Let them call you and say, hey, you didn't you didn't tell me what you wanted in writing. You just sent me over the inspection. That's meaningless to me. Mm -hmm. So um, too many, you know, so. You know, um, and there are agents, by the way, that um, that want to play nicey with the other agent. But, you know, that's not our job description is being no. nicey to the other agent. Our job description is get the most money and protect our sellers. Sure. So um, anyways, and let's so say if they do get it to you in writing, then then you would take it over to your seller. And then. Well, before we get to that, so say the agent has called you, mm -hmm. played a little nicey, which is what you're saying I get, but at least it's good that you're that you guys are working together. They're right. showing that they want to work together. But right. that being said, they've gone over this is oh well, this came up the inspection, this came up the inspection. So at that point, you would say, well, hey, listen, send me send me send me it over in writing, uh, and. Before I just say it out of my mouth, let me ask you, how should they send it over in writing? Is that an addendum to the contract or is it an email with a list? How should it be sent? Now, these other agents sh should, I mean, yeah. it has to be something that the seller signs. It's not in an email. How can you negotiate a contract that needs a signature if it's not in writing on a form that has signature line? Right. So you, so uh, if you want so, to shoot them an email, say, hey, listen, uh, we had a nice conversation on the phone. Uh, will you please? As you know, and you have to make them aware. As you know, this needs to be in writing. So mm -hmm. please put it in writing. And if yeah. they say this email is in writing, say, well, there is no place for a seller. Well, I, I'm saying that because time is valuable. All right. Without exactly. educating them, just without just don't leave it to question. Say, please send over and an, they should know a, this. an addendum to the contract, which includes an itemized list of any um, requests or things uh, that you That's want. That's too us. much. You're, you're giving them you're giving them by your saying. Well, I, I, I'm trailing list. off because I need them, another. You're saying you're, what you're saying to them is, oh, he's expecting an itemized list. No, don't do that. Hmm. Just say, I need it in writing, period. All right. Well, the, what I was in, yeah, I'm trailing off because my thought process is a little off this morning, but verbally, but mainly my point was, is to say the words, send over an addendum to the contract. Cause I don't want them to not send that Just over. Say, and then I, I have need to it in writing, whatever way they do it. I need it in writing. Don't forget if you're too exp well, explicit and they give it over to you right away, huh, you want the time to click. So right. when you say send it in writing, let them send you the inspection report. You can send it back and say, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't in writing. This isn't signed by your buyer. Yeah. So let another day lapse. You don't want to be, you don't want to be too. Well, in eager. this, but also remember. Um, they, they should know better. They're licensed realtors. They should know what they need for their buyer. 
What it could be is just feeling you out a little bit. They, their buyers might want it as is and don't know that they're feeling you out to see. I'm how glad much- you said that because uh, that phone call, say if an agent calls you and they're playing nice and they're going over things. They're wanting uh, to know they, what you're going to do. And they may not have. In fact, it's very likely they haven't even spoken to their buyers That's yet. Correct. They're That's just right. calling you. And That's basically, right. I want them to say, hey, listen, and I would put this in writing. I, well, see, this is what I, and I just did this recently. In fact, this morning by, uh, or last night, uh, I sent one in writing and I did something that you just said not to do, actually. And I'll tell you what I did. Um, but I basically said in there, you know, st- speak with your buyers and let me know. Basically, I want to know, you know, what do they want? What do they want? It's not what you want. That's correct. What do they want? And send it over in writing. So I put in that, but I did put, uh, send an itemized list. So now that you said not to do that. You don't want to do that. that. Because now they know that you're expecting an itemized list. And I did say to send an addendum. So I shouldn't have done that. But, um, you know, but the main thing is, is I still sent it over. I requested it in writing. Uh, Just say, I need it as, I need it in writing. Right. And don't even say any more than that. Let them, uh, let them, let them, let them waste their own time. I know. Period. Yeah, I know. Move on. They should know better. (laughs) You don't need to educate them. Yeah. And sometimes I, you need to be nice, but there's nothing not nice about, I need this in writing. Thank you very much. And I always put thanks with an exclamation point, which means, you know, (laughs) thanks. I know. I know. I hear you. So just say, I need this Uh, in writing. Thanks. And move on. Move on. I guess the main thing I was saying is just, you know, I want, uh, you know, like you said, the buyers may not want anything. All right. Talk to your buyers. Tell me what they want. Right. Right. Yes. Too That's much it. information for them anyway. I get it. Okay. I get All it. Right. Okay. <laughs> but that's what we want. We want something from their buyer signs. Nothing else. We don't want them feeling you out to see what the sellers are expecting that they'll do or to ask you how you're going to negotiate with your sellers or anything like that. It's none of their business. It's between you and your seller, which, by the way, Sometimes we have to sell our seller also on doing some of this. So we, we you have to kind of work both sides of that. Well, you tell me, want- you know, I'll go ahead publicly right now. Please take me to school again, because sometimes I need to hear this stuff. And you know this. I'm I'm too. I'm a nice guy, man. And that's so why I? I'm. I, no, yeah, you are a ruthless, this, smart business person. And this is I why I'm discussing this stuff with you. I, well, I am not. Sure you are. I am fair and truthful. But, fair and truthful, but, right. But, but I am I am the, not going to do that other person's job to, to be at the detriment of my customers. And here's the thing. This is why I want to bring this up to and you. And that's not ruthless. I, that's smart. It's smart, right? And um, I am obviously, you know me, I want this to work out for everybody. Um, I, I, I feel like I am representing my sellers, but and I want can. the buyers to be happy too. I'm, I, I want to facilitate this. That's why part of choosing an offer, um, it's not just about, it, many things come to play, but I like to talk to the other side and see you know, what we're going to be dealing with through this process. Whether they change midway, which has happened, all right? They show the their true colors. Their representative, so. talking about everybody, right? Okay. Everybody, but mainly their representative, yeah. right? Who I'm dealing with. Um, uh, but main, the main point is, is that um, while you're saying it right now, as uh, you know, uh, sometimes I'm too nice, and it's something that I, I work on. And and the reason in that specific one that I sent last night is 
It's not just that I want it to work out for everybody, but, and they don't know this, but it is the only one offer we got in with this fishing that I did at this overpriced house in this market, you know, an educated risk, seeing if we got that offer in the first days. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. nobody knows that this is the only one, except for me and my sellers. My sellers don't even know how golden of a ticket to Willy Wonka's factory this offer is. I do. You Mm -hmm. do. Me and Mm -hmm. you have talked about it. Mm -hmm. So that being said, um, maybe I did kind of, uh, I am trying to help facilitate this a little bit um, more, right? Because even if uh, we do, um, uh, 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 it's it's not like the minute that the inspection period's up, I have another offer and I'm going to say, ah, now you guys are too late where I'm, I'm accepting this other offer. No, I'm in a situation here where I want this to work. I want it to play out. Sure. And I well, so would I, when I say to them, I need it in writing. Thanks. Yeah. I am too. Right. But it's, right. it's just to, to the, you know, to the truth quickly and you need what you need. All this other stuff, all this other communication, all this other stuff only invites um, issues that you don't have to want to deal with. You just need it in writing, period. All this other fluff can be construed or they can come back and you're spending time and blah, 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 blah. You don't need it. You know, and that saves, uh, you're so correct. And it would save me, anyone, a bunch more time too, because you're sitting there and you're like, hmm, what am I supposed how, to say? What am I supposed to say? How do I wear this? Gonna oh, say, yeah, you're right. Ah, you're correct. No, just Whereas say what if you, you need. Just, one sentence. One sentence. Boom, boom, boom. I need the, it in writing. Very simple. And uh, so you're, you're, you're valuing your time. You're valuing their time. You're not inviting all these other things that you're saying. That's and correct. that's and that's important and you're not uh not being nice you're not not no. trying to make you're just boom let's get this boom boom to boom the boom, truth boom. quick to the truth quick right and uh yeah that's important right um so with um now it's in writing now they've sent over uh what they want done and this the main thing again there's a bunch of small things on there but the one big one is a the inspector gave zero days on the roof we need a new roof before we close all right so let's talk about there's there's a lot of dynamics to this now you've got it in writing and i'm presuming now we're on our way to go discuss with our sellers that's again we are the listing agent in this uh situation all right so there's a lot of dynamics to this and um, when we talked about the initial um, listing appointment, and when we talked about, you know, the repairs, and I said, we're going to deal with all that stuff at the inspection. We don't want, we're going to let them know that these things may become issues, but we're going to not put any money into it and do any of this. You know, some of the stuff like packing it up and, and fixing some paint and all that stuff to make it more presentable, but none of these issues because um, we want to address all of them at the inspection because telling them that most likely your roof will become an issue. Mm. Now, sometimes it doesn't, but usually it will. So now when you're bringing this back and you tell your, you tell the uh, seller, ah, what, what I suggested was probably going to happen is, but if you remember, I told you not to do all this other stuff because I want it to be on the inspection to help us negotiate. So instead of having you spend all that money up front, I'm going to negotiate it away from you right here. So 
so you let them know. I mean, you don't necessarily say it like that when you're first there. I'm just trying to give you some of dynamics. Course. Sure. So now when you have this laundry list and you talk to your seller, you're going to tell your seller, this is what I'm going to tell the other agent. Um, but again, this isn't your decision. It's their decision. And you let them know, this is how I like to negotiate. This is the strategy I like to use. So, but there's other dynamics, like we got more than we think we're probably not going to get, you know, a, I shouldn't say probably not. There's chances are we're going to have a, an appraisal issue. We still have to go through a VA inspection. So at this point in time, um, this is how I would suggest we handle it just to see what the other side says, which is, hey, when you guys made an offer on this property, you knew that it wasn't a brand new roof. So you made an offer based on the fact that it had a used roof. So just to ask for a brand new roof right now seems a little bit excessive. Mm -hmm. So um, so depending on what the other issues are, um, so you can say, well, we'll put on a new roof, but you handle all this other stuff. Or we'll handle all this other stuff if it's minor, but you split the roof with us. So, um, uh, or, and that kind of thing. But even when you have that negotiated, you still have the, you still have the other uh, VA stuff on this. So property. let's, let's go with, uh, with that right there. Um, it's going to be half, half the cost of the roof. Let's say uh, 6,000. All right. The roof's going to be 12 grand. It's 6,000 mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> for uh, the sellers. The sellers don't have $6,000. Boom. How do, how do, how can you do that? Okay, so and, and, and obviously there are there are okay, so there are a couple ways we can do that. Um, the easiest way is to have uh, a roofer that knows that you have a contract on it that they agree to get paid at closing, and then you don't have them start until the buyer is approved with a clear to close, and then you just make sure. Usually, uh, usually when you have a clear to close, they want to close in like three days. And that isn't good enough. So when you have a clear to close, then you have to sometimes alter that closing date when you're negotiating this. So you have the clear to close and then you want the closing to be a week after, at which point in time, then the roofer will go ahead and put the new roof on and get paid out of the proceeds at closing. But in that case, also the buyer is, is agreeing to pay for half of it. And if they get financing, then um, they will have to adjust the, the sale price. And if you adjust, so here's two things with financing. If you adjust the sale price, then it has to be, you know, it has to be put in to the appraisal, but the appraiser knows that they're getting a new roof out of it. So half of that cost on top of the sale price um, uh, is, uh, you know, is, is, is valuable to an appraiser, but we still have that appraisal that will have to, uh, an obstacle that we'll have to overcome, or they're going to have to come up with more money at closing to cover that other $6,000, which usually people don't have when they get financing, especially on a VA. So right. you have these other obstacles. So, um, so sometimes um, if, if you can't overcome those obstacles, then you would, you might tell your seller, it might cost you $12,000 at closing you won't have to take care of any of this other stuff. Uh, but we are at, 
we have no other offers and we far exceeded what I told you what we would probably get. And if we put this house back on the market, we're not going to see this offer again. And we're going to have the same inspection. So you probably have to deal with this then. So you said 12,000. So you're saying they, they might just eat the whole cost. Of the roof if, is if what they, you're saying. If they have to, but that's up to them. To. But right. you have to let them know how right. much, again, as we talked about the bottom line. Mm -hmm. So what did they get? What did you tell them they get? Right. And you know, if it's 12,000 now or 6,000 later, you got $10,000 more than I thought. So yeah. you're paying only $6,000 more. Chances are you're going to spend. Oh, 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 I lost you. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. And I actually heard it fizzle out like something happened. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, pause this. Okay, I think we're back on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so go ahead. You were. Uh, well, we finished. were talking about the difference between the whole roof and the half of the roof. Right. So now um, you always, when you're dealing with your, with your customers, and I guess people in general throughout life. Sure. When, when they have these options, they always kind of, most people always kind of focus on what they, what they want to have happened. And mm. sometimes they don't hear the other side of that. So we have to reintroduce and we do want to stay optimist, optimistic. We do want to, um, you know, try real hard. And that's when we're on the listing. This is what we're going to do. This is a strategy. This is what we're going to try, um, you know, but but this is the best case scenario. And there's sometimes plan B. So when we're, when we can't make it work, you know, you can show them the alternative, you know, but then that's when we say, when we know the rest of the picture as if, if this $6,000 worth it to start over again, which it could delay another couple months, two or three months, then it gets later on in the season and, and all these other sides. So when I had mentioned to you before that we don't want to be the hero by saving them a few thousand dollars, we're going to tell them that we tried to be the hero by doing this, but we took an offer that we didn't have any more on the table that was far beyond what you thought we were going to get. And like I said, what, like I'm pretending I'm talking to myself, that first week on the market, if there's anybody out there waiting, they're going to pay top dollar. As mm. soon as the steel falls off, you're not going to see it again. And mm. remember, I said that if we didn't get this offer, we were going to reduce the price after after 10 days anyways, which we didn't have to. But mm. now we will. So right. that $10,000 that we were going to reduce, put it in the roof, call it a day and move on with your life. Yeah. So these are the kinds of things that you have to remind people about. That's why I said you have to sell both sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, you said but it right that, there. But it's their decision. It's always their decision. Absolutely. At the end of the day, you, you're you the right. boss. So That's I'll do right. what you want. My, right. I'm just trying my, to, my, advice as a professional. my professional opinion and my advice to you is, mm -hmm. is this, and, and all I'm doing is providing you with uh, as much information as I can. So you can make a confident decision. And that you reason why that you have to bring them that bottom line to begin with on the mm -hmm. listing appointment on right. what, you know, if we were lucky enough to get an mm -hmm. offer in this first week, when we have it overpriced, if we are lucky enough, this is mm -hmm. what you'll net. Right. If we don't, which there's a good chance we won't, and we reduce mm -hmm. it here, this is the bottom line. Mm -hmm. And then show them those bottom lines. So most likely they will go ahead and pay for the whole roof, but you might not have to. Don't forget, you still have to see, you know, what the VA appraisal is. Is there, uh, uh, <clears throat> is there any way... 
Is there any other type of way of doing this? And we're talking about paying for the roof, half of the roof. Yeah, no, uh, it's different with a cash offer than with a financed offer. Well, sure, yeah. Well, um, I mean, because they because the lenders always have their rules. They, they have don't their want rules. the buyers to get cash back. Um, they don't want anything paid outside of you know. They have to go through. Uh, you know, they have to on this. There's a lot of times I say the stuff. For instance, um. Uh, an actual, I have had realtors actually send the inspection report to the lenders with their package, which is the stupidest thing in the world because now the lender wants everything fixed. Yeah. I don't know why somebody would do that. Yeah. But, um, and then there's some things you don't just send to the lender. Like if you have, if they are a bunch of stuff is going to come with the sale, you put it on an addendum, you don't send it to the lender because it's not real estate. If you do, then the, the lender will want it all appraised and have all this other issue with it, which is just stupid. So you avoid that. But when you're talking something like this, it needs to be sent to the, uh, um, uh, the, um, lender and the conversation, since every underwriter is different, then you should talk to the loan officer or and or their um, loan processor to see how they want it handled, mm -hmm. because it's different. So you before you decide on whether you're going to and some don't some can do a dry closing, if you can't get uh, uh, if you can't get uh, uh, the seller to do it prior prior to closing on it the dry closing is have everybody sign off on everything first have it done and then have it uh have it uh uh, uh dispersed after the roof has been done then you have timing issues with the uh with the, the title and all that kind of stuff but that's but so i guess as long as it is being financed, especially the VA, you really need to talk to the lender to see how they want to do deal with it. Yeah. And, and before you have your seller, have your seller, you know, sign the addendum. And then on, in this case, when there's an, uh, uh, an inspection with the uh, loan, like an FHA or a, a, a VA, you have to make it all subject. This is subject to, um, uh, finding out what the next appraisal is because it might not be a done deal. Right. Right. Uh, wow. That went by quick. We better wrap this up because you got places to be. I've got places to be. And I'm starting to uh, not think about our conversation anymore. I'm starting to think about what oh, I need to be doing yeah, next. Okay, so that's yeah. a telltale got, sign yeah, that it's yeah. time to go. Right. Um, would you like to pick this back up? Um, what's your schedule today? Uh, tonight, tomorrow? Um, Try me tonight. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. If not, then uh, no big deal. Uh, um, tomorrow, tomorrow, I have bright and early tomorrow, um, but then I'd have to leave probably around. Oh, you know, I can't do it tonight anyway because I'm we're, uh, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, I have plans tonight. Okay. I just thought of that, and I've got a lot of work today, so there's no way we'll get this in. Okay. You know? um, so maybe that's Wednesday. It. Tomorrow's a Moffat day. Maybe Wednesday. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. All right. All right. Very good. Have a good I, one. You That's have a right. wonderful day.